0: To understand is not to accept. To forgive is not to forget. We have a challenging gospel this morning, don't we? This gospel on forgiveness. One of the things in our earthly life that is probably one of the hardest for all of us to do, to forgive people when they hurt us. And Peter asks, the question of Jesus. He asks him how many times, how many times do I need to forgive? And in asking that question, Peter is really approaching this from a mindset of justice. I have a little bucket here to represent justice. justice assures us some kind of repayment for the wrong that has happened to us. And like this bucket, justice is sturdy. It has a bottom on it. It has a limit to what it can hold. But how does justice work in our real life? Well, I'd like to give you an example. So let's assume that I come into the office on a Monday morning. And of course, true to my form, I go right to the snack area. I have myself a little snack. And as I get to the snack area, a coworker comes up and says, You know, Hennessy, you're putting on a little bit of weight there. You should probably stay away from those snacks. <laughs> and I instantly feel the hurt of that remark. But I don't say anything to my coworker. I go on. To my co-worker, Carol, and I say, "Carol, do you know what Mary said about me?" She said that I'm putting on weight. I think that's awful, don't you?" And Carol says, "Yes. That's terrible. Do you know what she said about me? She told people in the office that I'm coloring my hair. <laughs> what just happened here? Well, I encountered a hurt from my coworker. And instead of going to her and talking to her and saying, you know, Mary, when you said that about me it hurt my feelings, and and have an opportunity for some reconciliation, I put that hurt in my bucket, and I'm carrying that around. And then I went to my coworker and gossiped about my, my coworker, Mary, and so that really didn't work out very well either. Nothing really got settled there. You know, if we think about this bucket like that place in our hearts where we store all those hurts, all those things that have happened to us that we never got reconciliation for, this gets pretty heavy after a while. In fact, it gets almost impossible for us to carry, and eventually we run out of space, because there's only so much in that bucket in our hearts. Tori Ten Boom was a Dutch woman. Some of you may have heard of her. She wrote lots and lots of books about the idea of forgiveness. She was a Dutch woman. She was a Holocaust survivor, spiritual author, and they say that she was responsible for saving the lives of over 800 Jews in the Holocaust. In 1972. She was speaking at a church in Munich, Germany. She gave this beautiful talk about forgiveness and how God forgives us, and we are called to forgive our neighbors in the same way. And she finished her talk, and she came down to greet people as they came up in line to shake her hand. And as she was standing in that line, she looked down the line a little bit, and she saw a man Heavy-set man, gray trench coat with his hat in his hand. And all of a sudden, her mind flashed back to her time in that concentration camp. And she saw in her mind's eye that man in a German military uniform. And it terrified her. Well, sooner or later, that man made his way up to the front of the line to talk with her. And he commented on the fact that she had said something in her talk about being in a concentration camp. And he said, you know, I was a guard in one of those camps. And he said, will you forgive me? And he extended his hand. And she said she just froze in that moment. She didn't know what to do. She looked down and she saw his extended hand, and she couldn't quite extend hers, and so she closed her eyes and she said, Jesus, help me. Help me to forgive this man. And she felt this warmth rush over her body, and she extended her hand and shook his and said in a very emotional way, Brother, I forgive you. I forgive you. Go in peace. Corey Tenboom said, Forgiveness is not an emotion. It's an act of the will. So often in our humanity, when we are hurt, we seek justice, whatever we might imagine that to be. We want the score to be settled, we want that person to feel the hurt, perhaps, that we felt. Something is taken from us, and we want it back. So what is the standard? In the Old Testament, the standard was an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Whatever you did to me, I get to do back to you. Or should the standard be forgive and forget? That seems a little difficult to achieve, too. We hear in an earlier gospel from Saint Mark at chapter 7, the measure with which you measure will be measured back to you. And so we have this dichotomy. On one hand, we have this idea of justice, that we want payment for the things that happen to us. And on the other side, Jesus is preaching a gospel of mercy. And while this bucket has a bottom on it, it has a finite amount that it can hold and give back. The bucket of mercy does not. This bucket has no bottom on it because God's mercy is boundless and endless. And every time we forgive someone from our heart, even though it's hard, We let go of that pain and that hurt, and we don't carry it around anymore. There's a story about a Scottish gentleman in a small town in Scotland. His name was Angus, and Angus was not a very nice person. If you asked anyone in the town, they would say that he was an angry cuss, he was foul, he was cruel, he was broken. He was somebody to be avoided. and the stories about Angus went around that town, the children would talk about how when they hit the ball and it went into his yard, he would keep it. He wouldn't give it back. The neighbors that lived near him said he was cruel to them. He would cuss at them and call them names and throw trash in their yards. People who did honest or business with Angus said he was dishonest in his business dealings. He wasn't somebody who could be trusted. Well, Angus had one friend in that town. It was a man named Tom, and Tom and Angus used to bond around their time at the pub together. They would go to the pub, and they would have a couple of drinks, and their time usually ended with some kind of an argument, with Tom going off being angry with Angus. And one evening they were together in the bar, and they had been drinking for a while, and they got into an argument, and Tom left as he usually did, and that night Angus drove by his house later in the night, and he threw a rock and broke Tom's window. Everyone in that town had a full bucket with Angus. They were tired of him. They didn't want to have anything to do with him anymore, and they certainly didn't want to forgive him. Well, sadly, Angus got a serious illness, and he wasn't going to live much longer, and he was all alone in his home, and he was dying he was unable to care for himself, and he had no one who would care for him. No family, no friends, no one. And the news of his illness spread through that little town. And one by one, they came, carrying their buckets. And they knelt at his bedside, put that bucket down. And they forgave him for all the horrible things he had done to them. They left that bucket there and walked away, forgiving a man who had been so cruel to so many people. And through that process, Angus softened, and before he died, He accepted Christ as his savior. Instead of being a man who was carrying a lot of sin and a lot of bad things in his heart, he became a man who was headed for heaven because he knew who his Lord was. My brothers and sisters, where do we go? When we can't forgive. Where do we go when this bucket gets so full that we can hardly carry it anymore? All the hurts, all the pain, all the things people have done to us that were not made right? Well, I think an obvious answer is we can go to the cross. And we can place our bucket there before Jesus. And we can pray that prayer that he prayed before he gave up his life. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Lord, I can't do it. I can't forgive them, but you can help me. And we leave that bucket of pain at the cross, And we take up this one that has no bottom on it, no way to hold that painful stuff that we carry around in our lives. My brothers and sisters, none of us deserves God's mercy. And yet he gives it to us over and over and over again. It's boundless. You and I are called to forgive as Christ forgives. Let us place our hearts before the Lord and ask for the strength to forgive those whom we need to forgive. Amen.